Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Yes! Brandy Bang and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. Unfortunately, we lost another great, iconic actor, Paul Servino from Goodfellas, passes away at 83, talking about him and losing some of these greats that we have been losing at a very, very rapid pace. I have rewatched and watched some fantastic films on Netflix and a Woody Allen classic. I break those down. And so much more on a really, really good, this is a good episode, a really good, really disruptive, museum quality I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy over something real nice. Start this puppy over something real loud. But most importantly, start this I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast off with something real funky. I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming at you right now. Liggity, let's fucking go. Boom, yes. Biggity, boom, yes. Biggity, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. My name is the disruptive Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. Mr. New York, you are now rocking with the very best, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. 
which is now part of the iHeart Podcast, iHeart Radio family. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. Welcome to the Diggity Dome of Disruption. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from Nueva York, New York City. Once again, my name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the disruptive Michael Rappaport. Again, I thought like meta world peace, like world be free, like Chad Ochocinco. I'm, I'm really considering changing my name to the disruptive Michael Rappaport. I feel really, really disruptive today. And when, as I, when I feel as disruptive as I do today, I'm like, that should just be my name. That should just be my name. Cassius Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Like I said, Lloyd Free changed his name to World Be Free. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about it. The disruptive Michael Rappaport. It just rolls off the tongue. It sounds, sounds right. Anyway, I hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. I know I am. Uh, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from... Well, the heat just broke, sort of, but it's a do-the-right-thing heat wave here in New York City. A lot of heat all over the world, all over the country. Midwest, West Coast, uh, London, UK, Spain, France, Greece, South America. Of course, down south is always hot as fuck during the summer. Um, Hope everybody's... Keeping their cool. You know, I was walking around with my wife yesterday in Soho. It was blazing fucking hot. I mean, blazing. Like melt your motherfucking ass. No, Bruno, hot. And, you know, we had made a, we had made a decision. Like, we're going to go out, do a couple of errands. Wanted to go to this store, that store. She wanted to go to this shop, that shop. We went to this one shop over there in sort of the East Village. It looked like a nothing shop. The people were very, very nice. I mean, but it looked like nothing. It literally looked like this nothing place. She bought, so I'm going to get this dress. Sitting down, they're trying on the dress, trying on a different color, trying on a different size, blah, 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 blah. This shop, I'm like, the bill comes. I'm like, what, what, what the fuck? What the, what, 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 what the fuck? This place looked like a hole in the wall. I never heard it. Some of these bills, they charge the prices for these clothing. Shocking. Especially when it's hot. You're already like, you know, when you're in that kind of heat, you have to make a concerted, is it concerted? Or constructive effort to mind yourself. Because people are irritable. You could burn down Sal's famous pizzeria. Start a riot. In this kind of heat, you got to be careful out there because people are, you know, they're under duress. They're not comfortable. They're not, you know, they're not well, you know, especially if you're already not well. Uh, I'm not well, but then there's people that are really out on the streets that are truly, truly, truly not well. Uh, But, you know, we were able to, uh, you know, get a couple of Arnold Palmer's. I had some Arnold Palmer. Haven't been drinking a lot of Arnold Palmer's and, uh, you know. Made it through the day without any incidents. Because we both said to him, I said to my wife, I said, let's, let's just not talk. Let's just agree not to talk. So let's just hold hands and not talk. We held hands and walked. And then she said, I, I don't want you to hold my hands. My, my palms are sweating on some M&M shit. 
I said, I, I felt those sweaty palms before. She goes, but I'm really sweating. I just, she just don't hold my hand. I said, no problem. I, I don't want any, I don't want any smoke. Any fucking problems. Get you a little dress. All right. She's trying to buy me some socks, some thin, cool socks. Couldn't do that. Uh, got the Arnold Palmer, got some food, got in an Uber. Went the fuck back home because it's hot. And uh, anyway, I hope everybody's feeling good. A lot to talk about on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. i probably not going to be able to get to it all. First, um, Paul Servino, the great Paul Servino actor who most famously known for starring in Goodfellas, one of the stars of Goodfellas, uh, passed away today at 83 years old. Nominated for Academy Award in Goodfellas as Paulie. Uh, had a career, long, long, long career as an actor on Law & Order. Uh, you know, he played cops, he played mobsters. Uh, you know, big personality, big body, big heart, big voice. Uh, you know, Paul Servino uh, passed away. Um from natural causes, 83, 83 years old. Sad day. I had a, a chance to, I, I worked with Paul. I met Paul. Obviously, everybody knew Paul Servino. You know, I worked with his daughter, Mira, a couple of times. I worked with her on Beautiful Girls and worked with her on Mighty Aphrodite. Actually, Mighty Aphrodite and then Beautiful Girls, which was an exciting time uh, to be a young actor. Um and then I did a film, a little film, independent film, Once Upon a Time in Queens with Paul Servino. You know, and Paul was a big personality. He was an opera singer, and he would sing at the drop of a dime. If you ask Paul Servino to sing anytime, any place, he would sing, love telling stories, was an artist, very, very Italian, like in the classic sort of way, storyteller, a friendly guy, not a tough guy at all, didn't act like a tough guy at all, you know, just loved to laugh, big booming laugh, and, uh, you know, a big on-screen persona. Of course, you know, Paulie played that character, Paul Vario, in Goodfellas. Shit, I mean, what can you say? You, we know every beat of what he did in that film, and he didn't even say much. He did not even say much in that film because Paulie didn't have to talk loud. And uh, like they said in the movie, Paulie didn't have to move for anybody. For a guy who moved all day long, Paulie didn't talk to six people. If there was a union problem or, say, a beef in the numbers, then only the top guys can meet with Paulie to discuss the problem. Everything was one-on-one. -on -one. Paulie hated conferences. He didn't want anybody hearing what he said, and he didn't want anybody listening to what he was being told. Hundreds of guys depended on Paulie, and he got a piece of everything they made. It was tribute, just like in the old country, except they were doing it here in America. And all they got from Paulie was protection from other guys looking to rip them off. And that's what it's all about. That's what the FBI could never understand. That what Paulie and the organization does is offer protection for people who can't go to the cops. That's it. That's all it is. They're like the police department for wise guys. Sad. Uh, Paul Servino passed away at 83 years old. And, you know, we just lost Ray Liotta. And, um, you know, guys are getting older, man. 
you know, I was doing some interviews. I was doing a little press run for the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, which, uh, as you guys know, is now on iHeart, part of the iHeart podcast family. And I was talking uh, to somebody, and they were asking me about these actors. This is before Servino uh, had passed earlier today, and, and asking me, you know, about James Caan, Ray Liotta, you know, and these older actors that, you know, we all adore. Christopher Walken, Harvey Keitel, Gene Hackman, Robert Duvall, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, even Sylvester Stallone. These guys, Jack Nicholson, did I say Jack Nicholson? They're all getting older. And, um, you know, they just mean so much to fans. They mean so much to me personally. They mean so much to all actors. And it's like, I was trying to articulate what they mean. It's hard to explain because they're they're not family members, but they all feel like uncles in a way, whether you've met them or not. They all feel like my uncles or, I don't know, like principals or, you know, school teachers. You just love them. I just love them and adore them so much. I've studied them all, all of, all of them. Uh, for years, and you watch it over and over and over and watch the films over and over and over. For me, I have. Um, Danny Aiello, you know, inspired by them. Stolen bit their shit, whether I, it's on purpose or not. And uh, it's sad when, uh, they, um, when they pass. So uh, the great Paul Servino is uh, gone at 83, but the work uh, will never go away. And um, if you're making some food today or this week, slice up a clove of garlic with a razor blade really thin in honor of the great Paul Servino. In prison, dinner was always a big thing. We had a pasta course, and then we had a meat or a fish. Paulie did the prep work. He was doing a year for contempt, and he had this wonderful system for doing the garlic. He used a razor and he used to slice it so thin that it used to liquefy in the pan with just a little oil. It's a very good system. I am this is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. 
Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught, a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But I've been watching a lot of films, as I mentioned the other day. Really, really watching a lot of movies. Another film with mobsters. Funny, though. Funny mobsters. Fucking great movie. Whether you like him or not, Woody Allen's masterpiece, one of his many masterpieces, I rewatched the other day, Broadway Danny Rose. 
starring Woody Allen as a fledgling, flailing agent named Danny Rose, a manager to, you know, vaudeville comedians and, you know, bad ventriloquists, uh, gets tied up with this woman played by Mia Farrow, um, and they get on uh, the run from the mob. And um, if you've never seen Broadway Danny Rose and you like comedy and you like mobsters and you like funny New York films and you like masterpieces, watch Broadway Danny Rose. It's I think it's either 90 minutes or 85 minutes or 95 minutes, which is the perfect time, in my opinion, for a film. It's so fucking good Top to bottom, the storytelling is so original, it's so unique. The cinematography, black and white, mwah, mwah, perfecto, black and white film, um, inspired by Raging Bull. Woody Allen talks about that film being inspired visually by Raging Bull, uh, which was, of course, inspired by another masterpiece. Um, which I'm planning on rewatching. That was shot in black and white. Lenny, one of Bob Fosse's films. Bob Fosse, of course, the Broadway director uh, who also directed Star 80, directed Lenny, uh, directed Cabaret, and a couple of other films. Fucking great film. Lenny starring Dustin Hoffman about Lenny Bruce. Love that movie. Love, 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 love that movie. Gorgeous black and white, ridiculous performances, ridiculous cinematography, ridiculous editing, ridiculous uh, sound. Everything about Lenny is a masterpiece, and so is Broadway Danny Rose. It looks great. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's poignant. The performances, the cinematography, um, the blocking, the way he sets up every single shot, the music, just the old New York. I think that film was shot in 81 or 82. New York looks Fucking, it's so different the way New York looks today than it did back then. Just because time, you know, time changes. Buildings change. The way buildings, the way um, storefronts were decorated, the way storefronts were lit. So many of the neon lights um, that were on every storefront um, are showcased all throughout Broadway Danny Rose. And, of course, that changes because that costs money, and it's just different now. Um, the cars look different. The buses look different. The cabs look different. Um, some of the buildings look different. But it's just a funny, unique, weird, easy-to-watch, just, I mean, it's such a Woody Allen, Woody Allen film. And like I said, some people might not fuck with Woody Allen. I still fuck with Woody Allen films. I have mixed feelings about him, uh, but I also have mixed feelings about Miles Davis, who's on the record beating up uh, women. John Lennon smacked around Yoko Ono. He admitted that. Um, and I don't know if Woody Allen uh, did the things he was accused of. Uh, I've studied it. I looked at it. I still honestly don't know. Nonetheless, if you want a really good film, funny, unique film, and it has gangsters that are funny and weird and just the faces on these people, I mean, the fucking faces, um, and you want a cameo from Howard Cosell and Milton Berle, Rewatch or watch for the first time Woody Allen's masterpiece, Broadway Danny Rose. Um, I watched that film uh, this uh, past weekend. I also uh, rewatched uh, another Woody Allen film, Blue Jasmine, 
fucking great film. Woody Allen. His filmmaking and his storytelling, the way he tells stories in such a concise, simple way, you're watching it and you're like, all this stuff is happening. Three, four pages of dialogue, story being broken down so seamlessly, you don't even realize it's happening. A Blue Jasmine starring the great Kate Blanchett. I believe she was nominated for an Oscar. Excellent, ridiculously excellent portrayal of this woman who was sort of like a, a married to like a hedge for the Madoff. I'm sure it was based on like, like cause this was after um, she's married to a person played by Alec Baldwin, who I'm sure was inspired loosely, loosely. Cause he's, he's way younger and it, it doesn't go into that. It's, he's just a, a smaller part, but like she was married to a Ponzi scheming scumbag uh, who I'm sure was based on uh, Bernie Madoff played by Alec Baldwin. And she's mentally ill. You know, her whole life is taken away. Her whole, all her fortune is taken away. And she goes to San Francisco. She's a New York socialite, big shot, Fifth Avenue, Park Avenue, you know, at the Met Gala and this gala and this charity. And all her wealth is taken away because her husband was a cheating, scandalous, no good scumbag. And uh, she winds up going to San Francisco and is having a mental breakdown. And Kate Blanchett, who is a fucking beast, Kate Blanchett is such a good fucking actress. She's been good in everything. Um, she continues to be good in everything. And she's just, man, she makes it look so fucking easy. Uh, of course, everybody knows who Kate Blanchett is. Uh, she's one of the best to do it. She's in those Hobbit movies. Uh, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, she, she, she so so many movies. Kate Blanchett, Elizabeth, which she was ridiculous in. She does accents. She does Shakespeare. She does American. She was in Babel, dope ass movie, uh, which was with um, Brad Pitt. I love that film. A really good film. Uh, Guillermo. Um, I know the guy who did um, Amoros Peros and Birdman. That director also did that film. Beautiful, dope film. Anyway, Kate Blanchett is in Blue Jasmine. I rewatched that film. Listen, if you still want to fuck with Woody Allen. Those movies are good. They are good. And they, they don't get bad. They don't get bad. So I watched that film. I also watched, me and my wife watched Gray Man. The Gray Man, which is a Netflix film, which is not normally the kind of film that I could watch. But this was after being out and about in the heat. And uh, uh, I said to my wife, watch whatever you want. Saturday night. Uh, what do you want to watch? And uh, she chose... A uh, Gray Man, which is uh, starring Ryan Gosling uh, on um, Netflix. It's on Netflix. And I fuck with Ryan Gosling. I like to break his balls because, um, you know, his hair never uh, gets fucked up. Uh, but he's a really, really good actor. You know, star. He's got the looks. He could do comedy. Um, he could do drama. He could do indie films. He's fucking dope. And it's not like they reinvented the wheel. It's about a CIA guy. You know, who could kick ass, he knows karate, he knows taekwondo, he knows jujitsu, his hair never gets out of place, and, you know, he gets on a mission uh, to find this chip, or this, uh, you know, what do they call it, when you download something in a computer, and he gets the chip, and then he looks at the chip, and then he works for the CIA, and then the CIA turns on him, and then his mentor, which is played by the great Billy Bob Thornton, Billy Bob Thornton is great, you know, he says to him, they're going to kill you, and then there's a niece involved, and then Chris Evans is the bad guy, Chris Evans, who I've never seen in any other film. 
I've never seen a Chris Evans film. And you're like, what? I have never seen Chris Evans act. I'm well aware who he is. Big fucking star, right? Big Captain America. He's in uh, Avengers, right? I know all about this. I've never seen him in a film, but I'm well aware who he is. He's excellent as the bad CIA guy. And uh, it, this fucking film must have cost a fortune. Apparently, it's the most expensive Netflix film ever. And you could see it. They're in Thailand. They're in Bangkok. They're in Germany. They're in France. They're, they're every fucking where. And uh, unless they CGI'd at all, I could see why it was so expensive. And there's planes blowing up. There's trains blowing up. There's automobiles blowing up. There's explosions. Ryan Gosling's beating the shit out of people. People are beating the shit out of Ryan Gosling. He gets a little scar on his face. Hair never out of fucking place. Guy looks fantastic. I don't know what this fucking guy is on. He's doing push-ups. Okay? Sit-ups. I don't know what kind of workout the fuck this guy's on. He's not walking six miles. This guy's doing some CrossFit shit. He's uh, chest-necked. He's got the Dick Ravine. He's got the whole package of fucking Ryan Gosling. He's excellent. But like I said, it's like Born Identity or 007 or Mission Impossible. No matter how hard they make you think that they're going to kill Ryan Gosling, they ain't going to fucking kill. How are you going to kill Ryan Gosling? The ladies love Ryan Gosling. The guys love Ryan Gosling. It's the most expensive Netflix film ever. If you like a nice popcorn, milk duds, Twizzler film to watch in your house. Get yourself a pint of Ben and Jerry's frozen yogurt. Do whatever the fuck you like to do. Gray Man, uh, starring Ryan Gosling and Christopher uh, Chris Evans. They call him Christopher Evans. It's just Chris Evans. Just just Chris Evans. A lot of fun. Excellent. It's directed by the Russo brothers. Uh, how could you not like the Russo brothers? They're named the Russo brothers. Uh, but excellent. You know, popcorn film. Popcorn film. Like I said, not reinventing the wheel. A little longer than I thought it needed to be. But, uh, you know, like I said, the ladies love this guy, Chris Evans. Great hair also. This fucking guy. Great hair. Uh, Cock Diesel. I don't think he's chest naked in it. But it's it's a lot of fun. Gray Man, which is on Netflix. And, uh, you know, just enjoying films. Enjoying films and trying to sort of ebb and flow with my time. Because I'm not working right now. I'm actually getting ready to come out to Los Angeles for a few days, take a little trip to Los Angeles. And uh, uh, when it's hot, when it's hot like it is in New York, you got to bide your fucking time. You know, I got to tell you, like I said, I'm no Ryan Gosling, uh, but I'm doing my workouts, doing my walks, doing my little weightlifting, and, uh, you know, uh, post-pneumonia coming out of the hospital. I'm feeling fucking good. I'm feeling really fucking good, feeling really fucking strong. You know, every time I go into my apartment building, I don't take the elevator. I take the stairs. Don't matter what floor I'm on. I doubled my floors the other day. I said, I'm not even going to go to my floor. I'm going to go double the amount of floors. Did it. You know, I got my fucking, uh, you know, my iWatch, my Apple Watch with my uh, heart rate thing and my blood oxygen uh, level reader. And I, uh, you know, I'm feeling... I'm knocking on wood. I'm feeling good and enjoying being healthy, despite the fact that it's hot as a motherfucker uh, here in New York. And again, I know it's hot all over the world. And like I said at the top of the show, and I'm flowing. I mean, we've been rocking here for 25 minutes. I'm, f- God damn it. The I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, it, it, this is a fucking good podcast. 
if I must say so myself, this is a great fucking, a great, this is just 25 minutes. And I've already stuffed it down your throat. I am Rappaport Podcast. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One other film, one other film um, that I was talking about recently that I was having trouble getting, finally got. I, I, I tried to do it legally. You know, I'm in the film business. I'm in the film, in the entertainment business. I tried to do it legally. Um, couldn't do it. I know some people found it on an MGM app. Metro Golden Mayor tried to get the Metro Golden Mayor app. Couldn't get the Metro Golden Mayor app. It tried every single, every which way but loose to legally watch a film that I watch, I think, once a year, once every other year. State of Grace finally got it. Shout out to the young shooter, Dean Collins, the part-time, half of the time, co-host of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. He finally found me a link that worked. And like I said, I don't support I to condone illegal downloads, taking money out of my fucking mouth, taking money out of all the actors' mouths, uh, all the directors' uh, mouths. Uh, but I, I needed to watch State of Grace. Love that movie. You know, really good movie. It aged really well, that film. They don't make movies like that. Again, uh, I love watching that film because it came out, I believe, in 1990. 91, it was either 99, it came out the same year as Goodfellas, which is either 90 or 91. Also, it came out the same year as Miller's Crossing, because I always remember there was an article in the New York Times about those three movies and Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, um, because it is the 30th year anniversary of Reservoir Dogs. Am I right? Right, but if it's the thirty, I'm, if it's the thirtieth year anniversary of Reservoir Dogs, yeah, no, okay. So Goodfellas came out in ninety. Reservoir Dogs, it's the thirtieth year anniversary of Reservoir Dogs this year because I was hearing something about that. But Miller's Crossing, great film by the Coen Brothers. Goodfellas and State of Grace all came out in the fall or the winter. Of 1990, and I always remember because there was an article, it was either in New York Magazine or the New York Times, uh, but I always remember reading about the resurrection of of gangster films, and it was uh, focusing on those three films, Um, and that's crazy though, 
switching back to Reservoir Dogs 1992, that's 30 fucking years ago, which is insane. Jesus Christ. Man, time, yo, time, time is of the essence and time fucking flies, man. That is wild that it was 30 years ago. You know, my first movie was at the Sundance Film Festival with Reservoir Dogs. My first film that I ever did called Zebrahead, which is another film that's hard to find, hard to watch. You know, some of these movies, I don't know where the fuck they go, these little indies from the 90s. You know, the, the rights, they get bought up by this company, then the company goes out of business, and then it gets sold to a foreign place, and then the ba 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 uh, but that was a exciting time to be at the Sundance Film Festival, probably in 1992, probably in January of 1992, yeah. And I was 22 years old, and to just be a part of that whirlwind. And I remember meeting Quentin Tarantino there. I remember meeting John Turturro there. And I was a fucking kid. And I remember meeting Lawrence Fishburne there. I mean, there were so many people. There was exciting, exciting reemergence of... Independent film, they called it the reemergence of independent film. Miramax was in the infant stage, uh, no pun intended. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, the creep cocksucker, locked up in jail. Ooh, what the fuck? Uh, what he did to himself. Um, anyway, damn, that's wild, 30 years ago. You know, when I mentioned Paul Servino passing it at 83, I thought about my father, who's 89, Disco Dave Rappaport, and how lucky I am to have this guy around, has all his faculties, uh, will talk your fucking ear off, will argue with you, will break your balls at 89 years old. And it ain't just like, oh, the 89-year-old old guy. He's, I mean, he's in fucking good shape, my father. And, uh, you know, 83 is old, 89 is old. You know, try to enjoy your family while you can, even if they drive you nuts. And trust me, huh, Disco Dave, love... Drives me nuts. I mean, that's what he's supposed to do. You know, he's 89 years old. He's supposed to break my balls. Uh, hopefully, if I live to be 89 years old, uh, my kids will be going, I, I love my dad, but he breaks my fucking balls. Anyway, a um, whole bunch of tangents there about films, but I got to finally watch State of... Oh, State of Grace. State of Grace. Hey, if you could find it, rewatch it. Young Sean Penn, young Gary Oldman, young John C. Riley, Ed Harris... Fucking love Ed Harris. I'm about to rewatch the, sh the movie Truman Show at the Young Shooter, Dean Collins, Persistence. You don't have to twist my arm to rewatch uh, that film. I really like that film. I only saw it one time in the theaters, but I'm going to rewatch that film. But I was thinking about Ed Harris, and he's in uh, State of Grace, and I'm going to rewatch the film Pollock, which I love him in. He's a fucking dope actor, Ed Harris. Of course, he was just doing, uh, I believe he was on the HBO show Westworld. Understated, cool, unique actor. Always good in everything. Doesn't get the credit that he uh, deserves. And I've really been thinking about, you know, actors and what they mean to me and different performances. I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And it's such a, you know, to be able to do it, to be able to be doing it like I do it and to be able to be doing it for as long as I do it and also be such a fan. I continue to be such a fan. And I guess I would say a student of other actors is cool. And to know some of these people and to come across some of these people and to have to work with some of these people is pretty cool and pretty uh, special. Um, so that's my movie reviews, shit that I've seen, shit that I'm going to see, uh, and shit that I watched in the last few days. I am Rappaport Podcast.
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, this story, this is so New York and so Brooklyn. This is the type of shit where if you grew up in New York City and you understand the dynamics of Brooklyn, you really could appreciate this story. Um, If you're a fan of Jay-Z, Sean Price, Biggie Smalls, Big Daddy Kane, any Brooklyn MC, any Brooklyn rapper, Fabulous, Jizza, Talib Kweli, Old Dirty Bastard, okay, Buckshot, J. Ruta Dammit, even if you're not from New York and you've never been to New York, okay, you hear Biggie Small say that Brooklyn bullshit, we're on it. This is that Brooklyn bullshit that he was talking about. So there's a bishop. Apparently, he's a controversial bishop. I don't even know what a bishop is. I don't know what a bishop is in church or, you know, I don't know what that is, okay? I'm not fact-checking what a bishop is. I don't know the difference between a a bishop, a pope, or a pastor. No disrespect. Sincerely, no disrespect, okay? But there's a, a controversial bishop named Lamar Whitehead from Brooklyn, Okay, who has a Rolls Royce. This is a man of God with a Rolls Royce. He walks around in Gucci suits, like the kind of Gucci suits that like, I don't know, fucking DJ Khaled walks around in, except for the guys, you know, thinner than DJ Khaled. But the kind of shit you see like, you know, the Kardashians wearing or that fucking Gamble guy, whatever the fucking Corey Gamble, like that gaudy, tacky, over-the-top, Shit, he's a bishop, a man of God who rides around in a Rolls Royce, Gucci suits, bling the fuck out. Okay, in Canarsie, Canarsie, Brooklyn, near Avenue D, okay, near Remsen and Avenue D, okay, the bishop, the good bishop Lamar Whitehead was giving his sermon, okay, apparently he's friends with Mayor Adams, or he supported Mayor Adams, maybe he's not friends, I don't know, who's also from Brooklyn. On Sunday, he's in the fucking church. No disrespect. The Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministry. Maybe that's not a church. I don't know. I'm Jewish. I don't know these things. But I do know that the good Bishop Lamar Whitehead was doing his sermon on a Sunday. Boom. Three gunmen came into the service. The whole thing is caught on tape. While the good Bishop is up there, the good Bishop... Uh, says, get on the ground, get on the ground. He's telling 
the people in the church to get on the ground. I don't think we'd hear what's happening during the robbery, the stick-up. The bandits, the masked bandits who um, were black, because later on the good uh, bishop went on social media, of course, blinged out fucking custom suits. He's dressed like fucking MC Hammer in his prime with the red and, all you know, the cufflinks, exotic suits, leathers, linens, all kind of fly shit. He broke down what happened. He said these masked gunmen were black. I could see their faces. They came in, robbed him and his wife. Robbed the bishop's wife and him of $400,000 in jewelry. And then made off. Went on the run. The bishop said he chased them down in his Rolls Royce. He says he knows who they are. They're going to catch them. Yada, yada, yada. Then God, no one was hurt. But the fact that a man of God, now this is not the only man of God who's riding around in a Rolls Royce. I don't know how this shit happens. But to go into a ministry, a church, a place of worship on a Sunday, a Sunday morning before noon, when you're supposed to be chilling during a fucking heat wave, with guns pulled out the pistols, the pistoles, the hammers in Brooklyn and rob a bishop, a blinged out bishop in Brooklyn is the most Brooklyn shit you're ever going to hear. When Biggie Small says that Brooklyn bullshit were on it, this is exactly what it means. Sean Price is up in heaven with Biggie Small's Right now, smoking a blunt, laughing about this shit. Again, we could laugh because no one got hurt. They are cracking the fuck up. The great stick-up kids, the stick-up kids from Brooklyn, all of them are laughing. Whether they're in jail, passed away, or still doing their thing, laughing about this shit. Because you got to be a dumbass motherfucker. No disrespect to the bishop. To be walking around Brooklyn, driving around in a Rolls Royce with your fancy suits and your Gucci this and your Balenciaga that and your $400,000 worth of jewelry and you think you ain't going to get robbed whether you're a man of God or not. Besides, who the, how do you, you know, if you have $400,000 of jewelry and a Rolls Royce, you know how much money you have to have? I don't care if that motherfucker is... You know how much money you have to have? Where do you get that money? From donations? Brooklyn motherfuckers are supposed to be smart. You guys in Brooklyn and BK are giving this bishop that much money? And if they got away with $400,000 worth of jewelry, do you know how much other jewelry him and his wife, his whiz, his peace, his earth have to have? And if you got one Rolls Royce, you got to at least have something else, a Range Rover or something else. I mean, this is just hilarious on so many fucking levels. This is every single thing that Sean Price was rapping about. This is every single thing that Biggie Smalls was rapping about. Jay-Z was rapping about. It's so damn Brooklyn. You just can't even, you can't even understand. But trust me, it'll never get more Brooklyn than a bishop getting stuck up not on the street. Not at a home invasion. 
But while he was at the fucking pulpit giving a sermon on a Sunday morning, golly damn, that is some wild shit. Woo, man. Damn it. Damn it. What else is going on? Apparently Dave Chappelle performed, opened for Chris Rock, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart and Chris Rock are on tour. I didn't know these motherfuckers were performing in New York. I would have went to go see them. Sorry, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. If I had known that Dave Chappelle was going to perform open, essentially he was the opening act for Chris Rock and Kevin Hart in Madison Square Garden, I wouldn't have sat through two hours and 12 minutes of your very entertaining popcorn uh, Netflix film, The Gray Man. Uh, but the night before, Dave Chappelle had a, a show in Minnesota that had to be rescheduled because... He was performing and protesters at the famed Minnesota club of First Avenue, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna guarantee, nor am I gonna fact check. I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. If you've never listened to the I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast, we don't fact check. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna sit up here and talk recklessly and make things up, but I'm not fact checking certain things during the middle of the show. Uh, but I believe the club, First Avenue, which is the name of the club, I believe, maybe I'm wrong, that Prince Got his start there? He maybe got his start there. Anyway, uh, Chappelle was going to perform the other night at the First Avenue Club in Minnesota. And some of the workers there refused to work. They were protesting. Uh, they were supporting trans rights. And, of course, the, the venue had to cancel the show because uh, it was last minute and you can't perform if there's no you know people working, the bartenders and all that stuff. Uh, they wanted to put, do a little dust-up because they're still upset about Dave Chappelle's last special. Um, and, of course, uh, Dave Chappelle just rescheduled the next night, sold out, and, uh, uh, you know, talked shit. Apparently, he heckled the protesters, as he should. So sick and tired of these fucking protesters with their fucking bullshit. Spend more time protesting bullshit than they do focusing on their own lives, their own careers. That last Dave Chappelle special was so, he was so delicate. He was so thoughtful in everything that he said. People can't take jokes. You can't make jokes about certain communities. He broke it down. I'm not even going to break it down. Dave Chappelle broke it the fuck down. You want to protest? Get a life. You want to protest during a heat wave? Get a fucking life. It's ridiculous. I'm glad Dave Chappelle mocked them. Screamed apparently from his dressing room. He had, a, he had a bullhorn. He was talking shit to them. He was snapping on them. Good. 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 It's fantastic. Fuck these protesters. Fuck these snowflakes. Fuck these overly sensitive. You want to laugh at... Dave Chappelle's the best. You don't like it? Don't watch. Cancel your Netflix subscription. Should have asked these protesters. Do any of you have Netflix? You're out here protesting, but you're still... You're going to go home... And watch Ryan Gosling in his new film. You're going to go home, Netflix and chill. You're going to go home, Murder Doc and chill. Yeah, you're mad at Dave Chappelle. I'm done. Came Saw Disruptive. My name is the Disruptive Michael Rapport. What else do you expect? Another fantastic I Am Rapport stereo podcast. Museum quality. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share the link. Pass the link around. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here with something real nice. Let's get out of here with something real, proper. But most importantly, let's end this gorgeous museum quality 
fantastic hard-hitting I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real loud and real funky. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, 45 minutes of funk on that ass. I'm out. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.